0: The following is the Tony Lozano Podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. So, Adam, you know, uh, the Premier League is obviously the most popular league in the world. Of course. And and we know this through uh, just uh, viewing numbers, but uh, we also know this now through Hollywood, because Hollywood gets to decide these things once and for all and we know yeah. this because in the in this past season of Ted Lasso there was a special guest appearance uh, by Pep from Man City really? at the they the, the the Ted Lasso team actually faced uh, Pep and Man City and and beat them in fictional world mm-hmm. which is the only where you can, only where you can't beat them Yeah, of course. Uh, um, But at the end of the game, they came across to shake hands. I'll play you a a short little clip because Pep gets to act. Here we we go.
1: Good game. Congratulations. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. Hey, I got to be honest with you. You're a tough guy to beat, man. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry about wins or losses. Just help these guys be the best version of themselves on and off the pitch. This at the end is the most important thing. I couldn't agree more, Coach. All right. Take care.
0: There it is. <laughs> there it is. There's his big moment in the sun. Not 100% sure what he said, but uh, <laughs> there it is. We have, we have hit Hollywood.
1: There you go. It's funny he's saying it's not about wins and losses, although all he does is win. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> So there you go. That's great. Well, we'll see if he wins this week.
0: All right, we'll see. It's time for free kicks.
1: And now, Go.
0: free kicks. Free kicks with Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. So we are down to basically the season being over in every way, mm-hmm. shape, or form, except for one more game. We'll uh, we'll talk about that in a moment here. Uh, FA Cup final has happened, but that's none of this is the big news of the day, is it, Adam?
1: No. We have some breaking news that we talked about very briefly before the show. It looks like, and I can get it from a trusted source here, I have sources everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it's BBC website. But (laughs) Lionel Messi is coming to the United States of America. He will be joining, from what we're reading, into Miami. Um, We're not exactly sure of the date yet, but hopefully very soon. And I'm frantically looking up to see if they play Chicago or they may have already played them already, unfortunately. yeah, but uh, we will see that would be fantastic, but I can tell you this, stadiums will be full every time he is playing. Yeah. guaranteed.
0: And you were saying that 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 salary is not really being paid by Miami per se.
1: Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's a bit of a deal in collaboration with Adidas and Apple. You know, both those have a good chunk of money. <laughs> yeah, uh, certainly, think? Apple certainly Apple does. I would. I don't know if they're on the same level as a country, but uh, they're certainly up there. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, and obviously this is a big decision because everybody think thought he was going to be playing the Saudi, going to Saudi Arabia, which Cristiano plays, and uh, Kareem Benzema. You may have seen that yep. he just signed in that league as yeah. well. Um, Conte's but, going is there. He, Conte. Well, let's hope not not let's hope not 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 done dusted yet but okay. they're throwing ridiculous amounts of money at these players um so we'll see but you know i think it's the perfect match Messi has a house uh well probably a little bit more than a house more of a uh, <laughs> uh a strip yeah. <laughs> more like a street uh in in uh, in miami so he's got a place there so he can, doesn't have to rent out a a, a hotel room at the Hotel Six for too long, so he should be—he'll be, yeah. He'll be he okay. He should be good. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll be fine. So yeah, exciting news. It uh, is, the United and that's States, a, so. obviously
0: a big Hispanic community down there, and um, and Messi does not speak English. Yes, so that'll be helpful to him. But mm-hmm. uh welcome, welcome to our country. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we let Adam in. We'll let anybody in. That's kind of the rule, okay. right?
1: Well, first of all, thanks for comparing me to Messi. Yeah. So I'll take that. I think everyone kind of uh, <laughs> thinks of the two of you in the
0: same in the same sentence.
1: If we let Adam in, we'll let Messi in. Okay. Yes. Yeah, of course. That's a good comparison. So thank you for that. Appreciate
0: it. All right. Let's talk about the FA Cup final, which was mm-hmm. last weekend and uh, was a, a good game. I, you know, it was kind of a – it was just fun to watch the atmosphere because uh, yeah. Man City against Manchester United – there at Wembley right, Stadium, yeah. packed house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, barriers up between the fans to make sure they don't go after each other. You know, the the good old fashioned kind of scrum, and and mm-hmm. then you know a two to one score. I'm yeah. going to say wasn't as close as the, as it sounds.
1: Yeah. I, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to see the whole game, but I watched the extensive highlights. Um, but looking at the highlights, it was a lot of Man City highlights, to say the least. Yeah. Um, so I, I think um, Man United definitely moving in a good direction to be able to be close to Man City. But right now, it's Man City all the way. They are the best team Uh, We'll see if they are the best team overall here in the next week. But um, it's a double. You know, that's the big one in England. They've won the double. They've won the league and the FA Cup. So that's a big deal for them. And as as you mentioned before, you know, you shut down their top player, other people are able to step up and score goals.
0: Yeah, I mean, Holland, uh, Manchester United did a good job of shutting him down. Um, but when you shut him down, <laughs> you know, there's yes. so much other talent out there. You've still got De Bruyne out there, and De Bruyne puts a couple of balls right on the foot of Gundawan who yeah. scores twice. And, uh, you know, it, was, it really wasn't in doubt if you watch yeah. the game.
1: Exactly. Well, and the first goal was so quick, too. So there was a, a clip going around of – Manchester United fans watching the game <laughs> and uh, they're all set everybody settling in this is, this is it we're going to get it and then within 1 minute you could see everybody
0: 12 seconds
1: <laughs> Exactly yeah, 12, 12 seconds.
0: seconds
1: Fastest goal in, in FA Cup history
0: Yeah
1: and oh, automatically they're all sitting there with their beer excited and then they slumped and they're like oh you kidding me yeah. It's like that had to be Completely, you know, irritating for those Man United fans to deal with that right off the bat, chasing the game yeah. within twelve seconds. I mean, they got back into it with, you know, a, a dodgy penalty. I'd I, say I'm going to agree know. with you
0: on that. It was it was a questionable yeah. penalty. I mean, I think it yeah. probably should have been given, but it was a yeah. soft penalty.
1: I agree. I love the word soft. Yeah, yeah. and then and then obviously Gundogan what got the winner, so definitely deserving.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the uh uh let's talk about the one remaining game and that yeah. is the Champions League final. Inter Milan versus the same team we're talking about Manchester City. And I don't want to say that Man City is a uh, a favorite, but if you bet $5 on Man City and they win, you win $1. Wow. <laughs> Cuz that's that how bad cool. the odds are. So uh, that, your, tells, your thoughts.
1: <laughs> that tells you everything, really, when you look at it. I mean, they obviously Inter's had a great season um, to get where they needed to get to. Um, fantastic season for them, although they didn't win the league. They were still a long way off Napoli. Uh, I think they were like eighteen points behind them. But um, overall, yeah, this this is this is the time. If you look at overwhelming favourites going into a game, this is Man City. But then this is—you know—you hate to say this, but these are the times when upsets could happen. Yeah, you know if—and I'm sure Inter have been working on their highly defensive setup. I would think in the last two weeks to make think. sure that they are—they are, they are going to be pretty rock solid. And if anybody knows much about Italian football, they're pretty good at defending. They are. Um, So I I see, can Man City break them down? They certainly have the players to do it. It's how long it takes for them to do it. The longer the game goes, the better chance Inter Milan has to squeak a goal on the counter. And that's that's basically the game. I mean, who needs to watch it? Who needs to watch it? (laughs) Man City, as soon as they score, it's over. If they don't score... Keep watching.
0: <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, Milan is, uh, as you mentioned, not even the best team in Italy, right? Yeah. Uh, they uh, isn't Lukaku still on? Lukaku's there. Yeah,
1: we co- been coming off the bench a little bit. Yeah, um, so that's that's been the only issue with him. So he hasn't been playing quite as much. Uh, I'll be interested to see if he starts in the final, um, but. Um, yeah, but yeah, they've got they've got some good players. I mean, there's there's definitely a, a good group there that could probably take care of business against any other team. But unfortunately, you know, this is you know Inter Milan. They may be good in one area, but it's you know you're now playing Man City. So it's if you look at the Inter Milan players, it's kind of a a lot of the past players. like yeah. they've got. Um, Mikatarian, if you remember him yes. from Manchester United Zeko uh the Bosnian striker who's been playing instead of Lukaku. Right. He used to play for Man City many many years ago so you know a little bit aged striker so they they've got some they got some people there with experience but yeah I'm not I'm not the th- overly the thing uh, about thinking the, like the
0: Champions League is uh when you get to the finals here there's not a home and away it's uh yeah, it's just it's one day game. and anything can happen in one game you know anything can exactly. happen so we'll see um but i'm yeah. i'm still going to bet my $5 to win my $1 if uh <laughs> if <laughs> i'm <laughs>
1: probably smart probably a smart move
0: so let me ask you this assuming they win assuming man city wins um uh, where does this Man City team stand in, in history, in your mind?
1: Great question. Um, obviously, a treble winner, so that if they do win. Uh, not too many teams have done it. Manchester United recently in 99. I think a- AC Milan did it a little while ago as well. Um, but the biggest thing is it, it's it's a, it's definitely, I would say, from a – From a group of players, by far one of the best teams we've ever seen. But there's going to always be that little asterisk next to it because of how they've done it. And that's obviously financially. They've just been able to get the best of everything, right? So the best manager, the best players, the best facilities, everything else. So – it's a tough one. And you look at how they've got their money, lots of questions. We won't need to get into all the politics of all of that stuff. You're seeing that with all of these, you know, you know the the Arabian countries are having a massive impact on not just only soccer, on golf and all the other sports right. as well. Um, so I, it's, I think there's maybe the potential of a little asterisk, but from a pure footballing standpoint, it's been really a pleasure to watch them because – you know that they're doing everything the right way. And who doesn't like Pep? I mean, the guy's an extremely lovable guy.
0: Even Ted Lasso um, loves him.
1: Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, Even though he's a hard guy to beat, but that's (laughs) all right. (laughs) But, yeah, so I think overall, certainly one of the best teams. Uh, But, again, it's still early. They're not like a Man United that won consistently over 20, 30 years, but maybe this might be the start of something even bigger.
0: Well, it certainly has been consistent over the last seven, eight years. Yes. I mean, it's ridiculous how many times they're winning. But anyway, all right, so let's let's talk about the relegation. Uh, We have three teams that are going down. Uh, We've already talked about... Southampton um, but Leeds United and uh, Leicester City yeah. have are, are both uh, relegated and that means there are some players out there that are probably going to be poached because I don't see a lot of these guys going down to the uh to the championship
1: Right. Um, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, uh what do you think is gonna have I'll just throw out some names. We've got the Americans that are playing over at Leeds yeah. United, Weston McKinney, Tyler Adams, Brendan Harrison. Um mm-hmm. they've also got Patrick Bamford on that team. Um yeah. Jack Harrison is another one who's played pretty well. hmm And then in Leicester City you've got James Madison, Yuri Tielemans, uh Ian Nacho, Harvey Barnes. Are you hearing anything about any of these guys and where they might end up?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, Leeds, first of all, they've got to find a manager. Sam Allardyce is already out. So I think the manager is going to have a big say in what happens. Weston Kinney is already going back to Italy, I believe, back to Juventus. So he's not going to be around. Uh, Tyler Adams, I think, is going to probably stick around. Brendan Aronson, there's a question mark. As for the other players, I don't see them going anywhere. I don't know if anybody's going to say, yeah, I want Patrick Bamford. He's going to change because he was injured a lot the last couple of years. that's true. And Jack Harrison is, no no question, he's a good solid Premier League player, but is there a lot of other Jack Harrisons? You know, Is he going to make a difference? I think the player that's probably, so I think a lot of them will stay. I think the team that's probably going to get hit the worst is Leicester City just because of the players that they have, the quality of who they have. Of James Madison, he's not playing in the championship. Right. Guaranteed, he's going to he's, Someone's going to pick him up. Yuri Tillemans, that same thing. He could potentially go somewhere back to the Premiership, maybe even go overseas. Inacho, not sure. He's a bit up and down, being a little bit inconsistent. And Harvey Barnes, for sure, I think will go back into the Premier. He might be playing. He might end up playing on one of the new teams coming up. Right. Um, James Madison, I think he might go to maybe a top six club maybe like a Tottenham or somebody like that potentially. So, yeah, I think those those are definitely groups. And then your favorite player, Mr. James Ward-Prowse, I certainly see him at Southampton going back somewhere. I think he's going to probably end up uh, finding a home probably at, at some team. Um, and then, again, it's just going to be seeing where everybody falls. And a lot, of, a lot of these players have in their contracts that they do get – if they get relocated, there's a decrease in their pay. So, um, you know, professional soccer players are trying to make as much money in this small window that they possibly can. So uh, maybe they might be looking for a little bit more lucrative opportunities, probably in the Premier League or maybe even overseas. We'll
0: yeah. see. And you can't blame them for that.
1: No. Yeah. no I mean, this is their,
0: their chance. Um, now, we're, you know, your your favorite team, Chelsea, is in a position where um, they've got too many players, yeah, too many players making a lot of money, and they obviously aren't a good team with the players that they have. So Mm -hmm. they're going to be selling off players for sure, and they're going to be uh, looking for new players too. Um, I just... Off the top of my head, put together a list here of players that I think are goners, and you tell me if I'm okay. wrong on these. Yeah,
1: I, yeah.
0: I've got uh, Christian Pulisic down. I've got uh, Ben Chilwell, Conte, Colin Gallagher, uh, Loftus Cheek, Havertz, Ziyech, Obama Yang. <laughs> That's a lot of players. I don't see any of them coming back except maybe Havertz. Um, what are what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely in that in that area. I think Chilwell will probably stay. He might be one of the group that may stick around. Pulisic, I think, again, hard to say, but looks obviously the new manager, Pochettino's coming in. Um, a lot of seeing what happens, that's what I'm reading in terms of what potentially could happen with players. You know, Pulisic is back over here in the States with playing on the national team, getting ready for some games in Chicago coming up against yeah. Jamaica June 24th. Excited to maybe go to that game. Um, so I, I think out of all of those players, I think Havertz is probably going to be gone. Um, interesting, I don't know if you heard this. Real Madrid is looking at Havertz.
0: Yeah, have, have, yeah. my son told me that yesterday. That's, a bit that's, of a surprise. Uh, it is. They lost Benzema, uh, but that's kind of a a step down from Benzema. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. so I don't know. We'll see. Ziyech for sure. He was on the – I think he'll go to France or maybe back to Holland. Aubameyang for sure is gone. He hasn't really been part of it. Right. The ones that are frustrating to see is Loftus-Cheek and Gallagher because they were academy players. Yeah. Um, Whether or not they stick around, that may be a little bit on. Pochettino would love to see Conte stay, but – really hasn't been able to produce much this year because of these injuries, but definitely I think Chilwell stays for sure. Uh, Pulisic up in the air, so that's that's my predictions. And I okay. think I think they're going to lose a goalkeeper as well. You know, whether it be both, right. I think they're going to I think they're going to change that situation because they're paying uh, Kepa way too much money. I mean, guys, on like ridiculous amounts of money per week. Well, at I least he's starting to now. <laughs> You know, they, yeah, at least he's playing. I mean, I guess you're getting your money's worth, but you're paying him a huge amount of money. But, you know, is he as good as some of the other Premier League goalkeepers? Probably not.
0: All right, then then let's also talk briefly about the teams that are coming up. We we yeah. don't know yet. I mean, a lot of times there's huge changes between the end of the uh, of the season and the beginning of the new season for these teams coming up. But... Burnley, Sheffield United, and Luton Town are the three teams that have been promoted into the Premier League. Tell me what you expect from those teams.
1: Yeah, I I think Burnley were the landslide winners. Uh, Ended up winning the league by 10 points. I was lucky enough to watch them play. They basically were transformed by Finca Company. I think they're going to be a solid team. I don't think there's going to be any issues there. They may sign a few players here and there, but they'll be solid. They did have a lot of players on loan. Um, so we'll see if they're able to keep them. Sheffield United obviously had that great run in the FA Cup. I think uh, they're going to be okay uh, overall. Um, they're probably going to need to sign a few players as well. But uh, they're going to probably be in that bottom six trying to stay up, I would think. And then the team that I probably fear for the most in terms of the of who they are and where they're coming from is Luton just because of the size Um I don't know, you probably heard a lot of information about their stadium, about what it is, and they're actually talking about uh, actually having to renovate it, so they may end up playing, I was reading something today, they may end up playing their first five or six games away from home because of their stadium is just not really ready to be able to host these games. It only holds 10,000 people.
0: Right, and and a lot of these Premier League clubs uh, travel with that many fans,
1: yeah, exactly. And the other issues is it just doesn't meet the standards for all of the other things now. Right. Media, you know, just general facilities. I'd love to go inside their their locker room. <laughs> yeah, sure right. I'm sure it's like it's probably like the size of my front room. So yeah, so it's it it would be interesting to see how that works. So they've got a lot of work to do um trying to make sure that the people who live in those houses above the above the entrance to the stand <laughs> are okay with all of the stuff going on. Okay, that's they, so funny. They've got to try and do something. Yeah. I I'm looking at the picture now and I'm thinking how is how what like the I mean look think of Newcastle they travel with at least 5000 that's a bad day.
0: Yeah, exactly. You,
1: you know, you know, they just travel in masses and uh it's going to be yeah. So they're going to have to figure something out
0: all right well free kicks is brought to you by the illinois youth soccer association
1: illinois youth soccer has been proudly serving the illinois soccer community since 1975 and has a strong history of credibility illinois youth soccer is a non-profit corporation official state association and charter member of the u.s soccer federation administers u.s soccer federation coaching programs the olympic development program and u.s soccer federation referee programs for more information go to illinois all right
0: now we have <clears throat> some other news uh f- from the illinois youth soccer association that we've had some uh some state winners haven't we yeah
1: uh, yeah let's yeah. talk each, about them each- yeah, each year this is the busy time, right? So this is when people in the office were we're out of the office a lot, you know, that we've spent the last three weekends up in Rockford doing some different things. And we've announced all of our state cup winners, so they're going to be representing Illinois at the Midwest Regionals in St. Louis coming up at the end of June. And then the President's Cup winners, almost equivalent to the Europa League uh, similar to that, which is that second tier. They're going to be heading to Westchester, Ohio, uh, next weekend, actually. Uh, so we've had those winners. So I'm just going to run off and give a c- couple of kudos to these teams. Okay. So we'll talk about, just very quickly, just saying who did well. And there's an interesting one on the 13 boys, State Cup winners, ponies, President's Cup winners, ponies. They won both the same age group that's pretty pretty amazing so they've got themselves some serious talent in the 13s but just really quickly state cup winners running down 13 girls galaxy 14 girls evolution 14 boys the chicago rogue love that name 15 new boys galaxy 16 boys galaxy 17 boys jabot 18 boys the raiders and 19 boys out of central illinois central illinois united so those are the State Cup winners from this spring. There's obviously some of the girls' teams that won in the, in the fall that we talked about earlier. They'll be going to St. Louis, June 23rd to 28th, to hopefully win a Midwest Regional. They're the President's Cup winners, 13 Girls Galaxy, 14 Girls Chicago Empire. As I mentioned, the Ponies won the Boys, 13 Boys, 14 Boys Crystal Lake, Fifteen boys Carroll Stream Panthers, sixteen boys Brook, seventeen boys Chicago Empire, eighteen boys Chicago Blues. No, we have blues in Chicago, oh, yeah, that's I didn't good. 19, <laughs> Nineteen boys is Palatine Celtic. And they will be heading to Westchester, Ohio next week to represent Illinois. Uh, and we've as as a state we, we dominate the President's Cup. We have, to, cause of, certainly because of the level of the second tier levels we have. We've actually since 2009 won 12 national championships. Wow. And uh, w- was there a team that you know that won? <laughs> I, won think the national Championship? Yes, I think there was. A green white team. Yeah, exactly. So a green white team and 31 Midwest champions as well in that space of time. So we have done pretty well over the years in the President's Cup. Uh, I don't have all the stats for the state cup, but I know last year we won. We had four national champions at uh, uh, USYS national championships. So Illinois is definitely a powerhouse when it comes to. So thanks to all those teams and coaches for doing what you do.
0: And 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 a shout out to the Central Illinois team for winning. That's a that's a huge yes. accomplishment for them too.
1: Definitely, winning the 19 boys is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, which is a combination of a few towns. But to be able to get those groups and get them to together, which is great. Obviously, I spent a lot of time in central Illinois, so congrats to them. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right. Time for your favorite part of the show.
1: Time now to guess
0: the Premier League star. All right. So this is the last uh, Premier League star of the season. You know, people out there mm-hmm. you play along, try to figure out uh, who this is. And uh, I will tell you that uh, this one might not be that easy. Okay. okay. Um, he is 23 years old. And is playing professionally now in his third country. His home country, Germany, and now England. Okay. He played on two teams in Germany. One of them... Has won the Bundesliga, so you can guess what team that is.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. There's only one team in the last 12 years has won it. Gotcha. <laughs> okay.
0: He plays on his national team, um, not often. I mean, not. He doesn't have a ton of caps. Um, it's the same national team as the leading scorer in the French league and the soon and a soon to be ex Chelsea player.
1: Hmm. Okay. All right. So this player. Yes. Is American. Yes. Okay. He's a defender. He's, 20, he's a defender. A defender or a defensive player?
0: Yeah, either or.
1: Okay, either or. Would, defense, would he be a defensive midfielder or would you say a true defender?
0: Well, his Wikipedia page lists him as a center back.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm.
0: When, When his team wins in the Premier League, he's glad all over.
1: Okay, okay, gotcha. Playing for Crystal Palace. Interesting defender. Uh It has to be, I'm just trying to think, and I know I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen as much of him as I really want to, but I think he's going to be a really good player. And uh, interestingly enough, when I was doing a course a few months ago, there was a huge picture of him because he was with FC Dallas, uh, I believe, at some point as well. So this has to be from Birmingham, Alabama.
0: Chris Richards. That's right. He wears number 26. Now, he doesn't play that often in the Premier League. He actually was playing more towards the end of the season. But uh, he is a young talent. And everywhere he's gone, people, like even at Bayern, he didn't play a lot. But they, they saw something in him.
1: Yeah, and, and so I, it goes back to yeah. So definitely, so it goes back to this point. This Premier League star is just a, <laughs> it's just a, a a bunch of garbage because this guy's not a star. He hardly plays. I have to do, a, you know, huge everyone, amounts of research.
0: Everyone who plays in the Premier League is a star. It's like. Uh, you know, Major League but he, Baseball. So he just
1: not, but he doesn't play much. So how can he be a star if he doesn't play much? He's a, he's much? a star
0: I mean, because if he was anywhere else, he'd be playing. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. What a stress.
1: <laughs> hey, he got signed. Uh, I was I was looking at his information. $12 million they signed him. See? Crystal Patterson. $12 million. You know, $12 million for a player that doesn't play and is not even a star. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's my point. So but, you, you guessed hey, it. Hopefully, you guessed it. Yeah, hopefully. don't be bitter. Of course, I know. I know. Just trying to make points. Last show, last show for a while. Just trying to make points. Well, I think. Yeah, I'm hoping he plays a little bit more with the U.S. national team. That's for sure. So, yeah, I'll me, we see him a little bit more this summer. Maybe we'll see him um, see him in Chicago, and then we can go talk to him and say. You are a star, as as affirmed by Rick Kemper.
0: There you go. There you go. All right, because I'm a star, too. All right, it's uh, time for this.
1: Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV tip. Tip, tip, Tip.
0: Now I think this one's kind of a duh. But uh, why don't you tell everybody what they can watch well, this weekend?
1: Yeah, lots of good games. The Swedish league has got their <laughs> final season, <laughs> along with Brazilian Serie A games. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously Major League Soccer, who, you know, we've got all those games going yeah, uh-huh. on. So, you know, uh, but uh, I, think, I think a few people are going to be tuned in to CBS. So around about 2 o'clock for a kickoff between Manchester City Versus Inter Milan, Saturday, tenth of June. You're going to see history in the making, with Inter Milan winning their sixth. No, I'm just serious. No, uh, <laughs> Manchester City potentially winning their first European Champions League, European Cup. It's got to be. You got to watch this one. Yeah. This is going to be history in the making. So I think this is going to be a great one. Saturday afternoon, two o'clock kickoff. Watch it. Um, and it's live from where is the game actually? i trying to remember where the game is. I think
0: it's Istanbul.
1: It's in Istanbul, oh, yes. that's right, yes. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, be interested to see how many Man City fans are there. Make the trip, I'm sure there'll be quite a few. So, be good.
0: All right, check it out. Uh, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club, but we just had our, our big tournament last weekend. Thank you, by the way, Adam, for you and your whole family coming out there and helping out. Uh, at the tournament, it was a huge success, um, and we are uh, putting together our teams for next year. We uh, I think we have 19 or 20 teams uh, that are going to be competing, Brilliant. and so uh, if you'd like to be part of that Green White Soccer experience, you can go to greenwhitesoccer.org. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, com. And, you know, this concludes our, our – this is our fifth season that we're finishing up here, Adam. Can you believe that?
1: Amazing. That's amazing.
0: So We're, we're gonna... nearing
1: on 200 shows, I think. We're nearing – we're getting close.
0: Exactly. So we're going to take off uh, a couple of months here because there's nothing much going on over the summer, but uh, we'll be back again in August for the return of the Premier League and the return of Free Kicks. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions.
1: Tony, can you shut up?